Happy Wednesday, May 24th, 2023, and this is 5-Minute Daily Devotionals with Religionless Christianity. Today we're going to be reading and discussing Luke chapter 22, verse 21 through 23, and it reads, But behold, the hand of him who betrays me is with me on the table. For the Son of Man goes as it has been determined, but woe to that man by whom he is betrayed. And they began to question one another, which of them it could be who was going to do this. The story of Judas presents a fascinating conundrum in the Christian faith. God knows our thoughts, our actions, before we even do them. Yet we are still guilty of the act or thoughts. God knows the sins we're thinking, going to think, the acts we have committed and will commit. And more than that, God in his providence has ordained or allowed every sinful thought and deed we will think or commit. We see that even the temptation that Satan presents to us are ordained by God. Yet we know that God himself never tempts us with sin. James chapter 1 verse 13 says, Let no one say when he is tempted, I am being tempted by God. For God cannot be tempted with evil, and he himself tempts no one. And this is both comforting and terrifying, if we're being honest. It's comforting that nothing, absolutely nothing, happens to you apart from God's approval. Yet when we sin, even if temptation allowed by God causes us to sin, we are guilty of that sin. Jesus knows that Judas is going to betray him, and he doesn't stop him, doesn't even talk him out of it. Yet he proclaims a woe against Judas for the act Christ knew he would commit. Yet we aren't helpless or hopeless. God did not leave us to fend for ourselves. God sent us the Holy Spirit to dwell in us. God gave us his only son, Jesus Christ, who defeated the penalty of sin on the cross, then sent the Holy Spirit who gives us the power to resist the temptations. And apart from God, we are helpless and hopeless. But if our faith has been placed in Christ and the Holy Spirit dwells in us, then we can live out James's instruction in James chapter 4, verse 7, to resist the devil and he will flee. Amen. And the fact that it was hard for the disciples to tell who was going to betray Jesus really demonstrates how easily we can be fooled by those who say they are Christians but aren't. They were still of little faith, as Jesus said of them. Maybe they didn't know Jesus, uh, Judas very well and just assumed that he was a true follower of Jesus because he stuck around and did miracles with them. And just because someone has done miracles does not mean they are Christians. Many today are fooled by those types of people. They don't look for fruit of the Spirit. They look for miracles. Fruit doesn't lie. But false Christians can fool others by their miracles. Matthew 7, uh, verses 21 through 23 says, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and in your name drive out demons and in your name perform many miracles? Then I will tell them plainly, I never knew you. Away from me, you evildoers. And this here describes Judas. We cannot mistake miracles for fruit of the Spirit. Jesus didn't teach us 
you will know them by their miracles, but by their fruit. And our psalm of the day is Psalm 85, verse 8. Let me hear what God the Lord will speak, for he will speak peace to his people, to his saints, but let them not turn back to folly. Our proverb of the day comes from chapter 24, verse 5. A wise man is full of strength, and a man of knowledge enhances his might. And I'll end praying for you from Psalm 145. May the Lord show you he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love, that the Lord is good to all, and his mercy is over all that he has made. May you know the Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth, that the Lord preserves all who love him. God bless.